The following program is sponsored by Social Savvy Geek, LLC. This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pansitensio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Thank you for tuning in to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're listening to to the live show or catching the replay, thank you so much for listening. I'm Laura Pensitensio, and last show I talked about things to consider when you're during your live event launch, and today we'll be talking about why your content is vital to the success of your influential event. We'll cover how to create content for your live event that both satisfies your attendees and markets your brand effectively. You've done the pre-event marketing and have a room full of attendees, but you're not done yet. Now it's time to give them what you promised in your pre-event marketing. It's time to address that pain point or burning desire that you have been discussing. There's a saying in the book industry, the first chapter sells your current book and the last chapter sells your next book. The beginning of a book is like a pre-event marketing. It's what gets people interested and convinces them to buy the book to continue reading. The last chapter is the event itself. If that last chapter ends in a cliffhanger, leaves the reader wondering what the heck just happened, or in some other way fails to complete the promise of the beginning, readers are not going to buy the next book in the series. If you don't deliver the promises you made during your event, your attendees won't pay to upgrade or attend future events. Creating good content for your live event means meeting those expectations that we've been talking about during this season. In case you've just come in with us the first time uh, on this episode, this is the third season of the Social Savvy Geek Show, and the focus this season is on marketing and content and having a successful live as an in-person, not online event. That's the theme for the entire season. Last season, we talked about online events, and the first season, we went over uh, foundational marketing principles. So all of these are available on iTunes for you to catch up if you've missed anything. So don't worry about that. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Tensio. You can download your free tutorial on writing copy for your follow-up event from socialsavvygeek.com. Um, forward slash podcast. And then do follow me at Social Savvy Geek on Twitter. I love Twitter. Twitter is my jam. So people have been asking me uh, how I create content for myself and for you. And how do I keep that on brand? And then the next question is uh, for my content that I'm communicating to you, what makes it different when it's online or offline. And then this uh, series, as I said, we're talking about the offline. But then the next question is, how do I change my, my content for a workshop to uh, a speaking engagement? What, what makes this, what I'm presenting and how I'm presenting different? So I thought I'd tell you a little bit about that approach. I help speakers, authors, and coaches who are building a platform of influence to present themselves online in such a way that when someone's looking for a speaker or an author or a coach, it becomes a non-decision to hire them. That 
you immediately look at their marketing and say, yes, yes, this is for me. This is who I want. Um, and then if people aren't quite ready to buy, that they start, that they're intrigued and they follow along because they want to l- learn more. And then when they are ready, yes, yes, this is the person I want to hire. Or if someone's uh, creating an event and you apply to be a speaker or they're searching for a speaker, that they could find you without you applying if they're looking and that if they're taking applications that when you apply and they look at you, they say, yes, this is the person for me. So you want to set, set you up for success. So the way that this happens through uh, workshops is I literally teach. It's, I am a teacher. I went to school for education. I mean, I, I teach quite well. I really enjoy it. So my workshops are very much like if you went to a university class, some of them are actually at college. You go and I have put together a lesson plan and it follows a syllabus and you know what you're going to get. And then I will give you a workbook or, yeah, I think they all have workbooks. I've made workbooks because it's been made clear to me by, by my students that physical paper workbooks are helpful. Therefore, I made physical paper workbooks. I also have all of my materials available online so that things can be downloaded later and a fresh copy used. And I personally just fill everything out online most of the time. However, if someone gives me a written workbook, I will fill it out. The difference is when I'm doing a speaking engagement that isn't a workshop, I'm communicating the concepts and why it's important. And it's more like this show where I'm sharing with you What's going on? Why is this important? Why do you need to pay attention to it and give you some things to think about? But I'm not actually teaching you step by step how to do it. Um, mostly because that would be weird for people who just tuned in for the first time. And they're like, wait, I'm in a class. Why am I in a class? And then secondly, because the way that my uh, monetization model is set up is that you pay to learn the how. I will give you tons of free information about why and somehow and enough to get you moving in the right direction and get you some wins. I give away tons of workbooks and things. But if you want me to hold your hand and help you with this content person to person or in a group, that's how that's how I get paid. So that's the difference between a workshop and a speaking engagement for the most part. Um, when I'm communicating in this content and speaking to someone's burning desire and the missing piece that gets them there, that's where it, it does happen before and then also during the event. I want to make sure that people know why what I'm teaching is so important to their life, why it's going to make a difference in their business, how it's going to give the life-changing, life-altering thing that you need. For example, my calendar system that I learned from someone else, it changed my life. I am fully confident that when I teach this to people, they're going to come back to me and say, I have more than tripled my income this year. My business has changed dramatically from this one thing that you taught me. Time and time again, when people implement this, they come back and say, this has changed my life. Thank you. So giving people back their time and making them available to be more consistent in their income. It's, it's crazy. I mean, crazy good. It's crazy. So that's what I'm speaking to when I'm building this platform of influence is 
getting people seen, and then also on the flip side, preparing my clients once they are seen to manage all these moving pieces without losing their sanity. Um, marketing is not most people's full-time job, so it needs to be organized in a way that you can manage it and also your business and all in a, an organized manner. So that is my mission. Get you seen and help you manage your business in the marketing aspects so that you don't spin your wheels so that you can bring in business without letting your marketing go because then you stay on that roller coaster forever and nobody wants to stay on the roller coaster. We want consistency whenever possible. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence-Tensio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. I'll share what kinds of content you need for your live event after this word from our sponsors. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at socialmediadaydenver.com. Hey, I'm Brandt. Maybe you've heard me talking about MediShare, but now I give you my friend Sherry. Yes, I have loved MediShare. Loved it. Is that all you have to say? Because this will be really short. <laughs> no, I really do love it. I've saved hundreds a month. And overall, I just think it's a better choice of a healthcare program for me. I'm really happy with it. And honestly, normally, I don't even like talking about this stuff. Nobody does. But MediShare is different. MediShare members share each other's healthcare bills. We pray for each other. It's a not-for-profit, so we all save money. True. Tell them about the thing. What thing? The online thing. Oh, yeah. I used that the other night. MediShare members can now access a doctor online 24-7. You can get a prescription for the flu or something just that fast. So MediShare can save you hundreds a month. You get to be part of the community. You get a huge network of doctors and providers to choose from. It's all pretty awesome. It's all pretty awesome. It's all pretty awesome. The final verdict from Jerry. So call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. I'm sharing with you why you need to create solid content for your live event. Download your free tutorial on writing copy for your follow-up event. Visit the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast to get yours right now. Unless you're driving. Then do it when you get home. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> We're talking about how meeting your audience's expectations means creating great content for your in-person event. When you host a live event, people get to know you. It's one of the reasons why we love them. When you deliver what you promise, people trust you. Marketing is all about getting your ideal client to know, like, and trust you. So when they need a service that your business provides, you'll be the first person they call. 
to do this, make sure you are engaging your audience both on and offline during your event. And people are now saying, wait a minute, engage them online while they're in person. What's that about? Well, you want to create a hashtag because it helps people find other people at the event and interact with them socially, but also it helps bring attention to your event from people who are not present because you might want those people to be present in the future. That's why I say marketing is ongoing. It just, it one thing leads into the next, like a stream flowing to the ocean and, you know, think of it like water. It's always going, it's always going and it never stops. So a hashtag is a keyword that people can use on social media to find the pictures, comments, and information about your event that other people are sharing. Encourage people to use your hashtag to tweet about their experience during your event while they're posting pictures, quotes, and aha moments. And this will make their followers curious and excited about you, and they may want to attend your next event. You can offer a prize for the best tweet or post at the end of your event. I recently had that experience at the Amy Porterfield experience in December. It was awesome. We were encouraged to share on Instagram photos using the hashtag of the event um, during the event. And then they would flash uh, several of these images up on the projector in the front. And if it stopped on yours, then you won. And what you won was an amazing program from Amy Porterfield. Of course, I won. I won one. I already owned them all, so I gave mine to my roommate. But <laughs> it was awesome because winning is cool. So you will get a lot more shares and engagement during your event if you give something awesome away and let people know that when they share, they're entered to win automatically. You don't have to do anything else. Um, so you can do this on Instagram. You can do it on Twitter. You could do it um, if you have someone whose job is there to monitor this hashtag and watch it across social channels, you can let people share it on their favorite social channel and then monitor that. If that's too difficult for you, pick your favorite channel that you are wanting the most promotion on, that you need to see the most activity on, that your audience is also likely to have access to and be using, and then use that. There have been times where I was at events where people who didn't have Twitter signed up for it specifically so they could share things. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Come on, get on Twitter, people. <clears throat> All right. So don't forget to mention how much fun you're having and put it on your own social channels during the event as well. I mentioned in an earlier episode that you want to prepare some things in advance to share at the time because you're going to be busy and you may have time to do something that's spontaneous and exciting and like snap a picture at the time. And that's fantastic. But have some things prepared to go out just in case you get so busy that that's not something. And also have an assistant because they can help you to share the, pre the prepared things and also the new things. Don't forget email follow up. And this is where you say thank you and ask for feedback on the event again, because you're gonna ask for feedback at the event, ask for event again, or feedback again after the event. You can use the feedback to improve your future events and as testimonials in future marketing. I've covered follow-up emails in earlier shows this season, so I'm not going to go into great detail <clears throat> excuse me, about that right now. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. You can download your free tutorial on writing copy for your follow-up event from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. <clears throat> 
excuse me, and join us in the Social Savvy Geek Show Insiders Group on Facebook. Now, as far as engaging offline at your event, this is where you get to shine as a presenter. You want to be enthusiastic. Let your passion for your field and your subject in which you are an expert show. Shine. Give yourself permission to be the center of attention. Let people see the amazing person that is you. This is why you have an event. Um, <clears throat> last episode, I talked about dressing for your brand. Be sure to wear clothes that represent you, your business, and your brand. It may seem obvious, but a lot of times I've seen people who are coaches and speakers and authors. They put so much time and attention into uh, their their marketing and then what they're going to present that they forget sometimes to take care of themselves. So make sure that you do your self-care and that you get prepared and, and, and dress up appropriately. Even I, who don't, I don't love getting, you know, dressed up to the nines all the time. If I am presenting at a big event, yes, I'm going to look appropriate for the event. I am absolutely getting my hair and makeup done. You should too. Even if you're a man, maybe your makeup consists of shine blocking stuff and that's it. But nobody likes a shiny face um, on a camera. And that's because it makes you look untrustworthy. That's why the news people are all blotted down. I mean, I think they overdo it. But just anti-shine. That's something. All right. Try not to read from a script. Um, I mean, that's just, it's off-putting. It, it lessens your uh, influence when you read from a script. So it's okay to have slides to remind you where you are. And it's all right to have like an index card or a bullet point in case you forget where you are. I mean, I have ADHD. Let's let's be real here. I don't ever write out a script, but I, you know, I practice in advance and I've done my presentations a lot. And I mean, I can talk at the drop of a hat with nothing to go from. But when I was brand spanking new, that probably wasn't the case. I, okay, yes, it was. Um, <laughs> but not everybody can do that. So it is okay to have bullet points. And the worst thing that could happen as you forget your spot and you look at someone in the audience and say, where was I? And they will tell you. They will tell you what you were talking about and then you're right back on track. So just get over that fear and put the papers down. Put them down. Um, it's impersonal. It makes people wonder why they paid to come see an in-person event when they could have just paid for a copy of the script you're reading or they could have done it online and just looked at slides and heard your voice and then you could read all you want. So... <clears throat> just keep in mind, people are looking at you. Put the paper down. So again, it's okay to use notes, handouts, slides to help you remember, but don't hold that paper up in front of your face. It's weird. Don't do it. All right, slides. Make sure they're on brand. Speak to the message that's already in your marketing. Remember, we talked about consistency a couple episodes ago. Make sure that your enthusiasm and your personality are the same at all stages of your marketing. Um, fulfill the expectations that you set. It drives me crazy when people say, I'm going to teach you this, this, and this, or you're going to learn this, this, and this. And then they don't even talk about that. I'm like, why did you lie to me? You lied to me. Don't like to be lied to. Don't tell me you're going to share something with me. And then you don't. That is a bait and switch tactic. And I do not like it. If I tell you in my event that I'm going to show you something, I'm going to show it to you, period. 
I suggest that you do that too. I know there are people who will say overpromise in the marketing and then make them pay to get that thing. Oh, don't do it. You will lose people. You will lose. You'll lose me. I will not come back. You'll piss me off. I'm just going to say that. All right. <clears throat> do make sure that you're fulfilling those expectations. Make sure that you let people know what the next steps are and where they can get a hold of you. Email, social media, website, clear next step in your call to action. Let them know where, where do they do what they need to do. Um, the next step should be an offer. Always have some place to send people a next thing. Um, on your handouts, what kind of handouts are you going to provide? Are they printed or digital or both? I have come to the point now where I will offer a little bit of both. I let people know um, I prefer not to print things. I prefer not to have things printed. I love trees. I don't want to cut them down and make paper for that. Um, however, I do have people who say, you know, I have a vision problem. I can't see the slides. I need it printed. Absolutely. I will print. I will print. I will cut down a tree for you. <laughs> so decide if you're going to do either or both and just make it clear what's going to happen. Um, you can print staple bound handbooks on Lulu Press for under $2 a book for 30 books. Handy tip there. Um, <clears throat> there you go. So what type of handout best appeals to your audience and what kind of experience do you want to give? I like my attendees to feel served and I know that there are different learning styles. So I make an effort in my approach to address all of that. There are people who need to read in here. There are people who can't read because then they won't hear. There are people who need soft music or silence and I try and come to the best way to meet the needs of most people by having a very comfortable situation and making sure that the content that I'm presenting is exactly on point and not distracting. I am very aware of distractions because, you know, ADHD, it's a thing, uh, squirrel. So I try to make everybody as comfortable as possible so that they feel taken care of without noticing they're being taken care of. Like when you're serving, the idea is not to make a call to attention to the fact that you're serving. Service should be in such a way that people feel that they've been served and they don't even realize that they've been served because they didn't have to think about it. So just think about that before your event. And be sure to include your logo on all of your handouts so attendees will remember where they got the information. There have been times where I have a great printout or handout and I don't know where it came from. And then I can't follow up with that person and get more information because I don't know where this great information came from. Don't do that. Put your information on your handouts. Um, so for both on and offline content, make sure you're delivering valuable information to your attendees and engaging them. They could have paid for a book or a slide-based webinar on some other impersonal way to get the same information, but instead they chose to come and see you and participate. And this is a group event. So they've come out not just for you, for your peers. So keep that in mind. Make it worth their time, their money, and their effort by providing a lively experience and delivering on your promise. So now that you've got these people in and they're in front of you, right in front of you. Don't just stroll on and be Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Don't do that. Be 
be, <laughs> I just had like a, a cheerleading thing, be aggressive, but no, don't do that. Really, just be yourself, but be enthusiastic. Don't don't be a shrinking violet. Get out there. Be be visible. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Because <clears throat> in all this, we're saying serve people and show up and, and be real. And that's true. And if someone is in the wrong place, don't worry about that. There are always going to be maybe one or two people who are just sitting there going, this is not what I thought it was going to be. That could be on them. Don't worry about it. If you show up and you deliver on the promise that you put out there, then the majority of people are going to be thrilled and they're going to love you. That's why this consistency in marketing makes sense. If you are true to yourself and attract the right people, they will love you. So just love on them back and stop worrying because that makes it a lot easier. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. I'm sharing with you why you need to create content that delivers the information you promised at your live event. We will hear from special guest Danielle Fitzpatrick Clark after this word from our sponsors. I'm Stephanie Shelton, CNBC. Stocks are comfortably in the green. Yesterday's trade war willy is seemingly forgotten. The Dow's up 300 points, NASDAQ's up 52, and the S&P 500 rising 22. China's H&A Group wants to sell some or all of its 26% stake in Hilton Hotels, a stake likely to be absorbed by Hilton rather than sold to a third party. H&A is being pressured by the Chinese government to sell most of its foreign assets to pay back its huge debt. Hilton shares are down less than half a percent. Facebook shares are up almost 4% despite new problems for Facebook today. Australia's Privacy Commissioner has begun a formal investigation into the social media app after it confirmed that 300,000 Australian users had their data improperly shared, along with all the millions of other users. Twitter says since 2015, it's suspended 1.2 million accounts for terrorist content. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple trick. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the 1690 KDMT skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, Play 1690 KDMT. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Money Talk 1690 AM. What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the-public format. By attending these Boost Power Sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Space Ballpark location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. With each Boost session you attend, you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business. Who doesn't want to do that? Their speaker topics include leadership, sales, marketing, and other subjects vital to the success of any business. Boost Biz Ed attracts great people. Networking happens naturally here before and after all Boost sessions. Again, join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. downtown at the Spaces Ballpark location. See BoostBizEd.com for more details. Since the S&P 500 peaked on January 26, the index has lost more than $3 trillion in total value. The Dow Jones decreased by more than 13%. My name is Dave Anthony, certified financial planner and president of Anthony Capital, LLC. 
I'd like to tell you about some fixed investment payouts with targeted double-digit returns that may be appropriate for your portfolio. Call 303-734-7178. That's 303-734-7178 to find out more about targeted double-digit returns. Now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Pansatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're here with Danielle Fitzpatrick-Clark talking about content creation for events and more. Danielle Fitzpatrick-Clark is a number one best-selling author and the Better Than Blueprint business coach for the influential entrepreneur. She has helped six and seven-figure small business owners and entrepreneurs become more visible, scale their businesses, increase their cash flow, and tailor their success to build their dreams on their terms following their yellow brick road. Thank you for joining us again today, Jen, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here, Laura. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> as I've said, um, it's going to be, you, you know, you, you and Monica are my regulars since you're my power partners, and I love you both dearly. Mm. So It's awesome. Yeah. Now, last time, you. yeah, last I time you, you too. <laughs> y'all, thank you. Last time you were on, we talked about your virtual summits and podcast, and now mm-hmm. it's time to launch. I'll say, woohoo! So tell us what's going on right now. Yeah, so what's, oh gosh, so what's going on right now is I'm launching my next summit, and this is the platform. This is the big platform that is, it's a fairly new platform for my rebranding, mm-hmm. um, but this is going to not only be an online um, event, but then we're taking this platform and putting it into a live event and actually date change. So it's November 1st through 3rd here in Charlotte. So, uh-huh. and that's Entrepreneur City. So now we're launching Entrepreneur City Summit, the online event, the free mm-hmm. online event. And that will lead us into the live event Entrepreneur City in Charlotte, North Carolina in November. Which is awesome because our topic today is creating content for your in-person event. And you have created tons of content for both your online summit and the following in-person summit. And that's a ton of content. So what tips can you give on how to manage the content creation process? Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, (laughs) the biggest tip I can get is to get really clear on what it is that you're going to be offering during any event. Mm -hmm. So, and, And even when you think you've got it, break it down more. So my the thing that I recently did for the live event um, was like what is it what's the theme so what's the theme of a live event and the theme is going to be platforms because of all the different speakers I have mm-hmm. coming into the event I'm like what is the one thing that they have in common that people really need to understand and it's platforms and building from those and there's so many different areas that we can go into mm-hmm. but then I was like okay so the big theme is platforms well that's a really big theme, right? Yeah. And a lot of people would be like, what's the platform? So (laughs) breaking it down in terms of what entrepreneurs need to know about platforms was the next step down. So we have the overall theme of, okay, we're going to be showing people how to build platforms. So what's next? And the first thing is like, if you're going to have a platform, you need to identify who you're going to invite to that platform. So the first thing is platform identification. Um, A lot of people are doing that and the best way I can see it is to identify who your people are through social media. Right. So, I mean, right, this is a social side of geek show, so <laughs> being, socially, <laughs> being on social media is a way to be socially savvy. 
Um, and, you know, you and I talk about this, and it's so important to, to not only to be online, but to also be a human online. Yes. So <laughs> social media is a great place to be a human and to identify people that you love, people that you don't, which is important. Oh, know. my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then just how you help those people that you love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there have been instances recently where I had considered... Um, working with someone because their advertisement on Facebook was so compelling and the ad copy was so good. And then I attend their um, online event in this case, but and I immediately make a decision that I'm not going to work with them. And praise the Lord, I'm so glad that we had that stage so that I knew not to go to their in-person event because it would not, I would have been not happy. And so it saved both of us a lot of, um, you know, frustration by doing that. So when you're creating content to market, now you've got this summit as promotional content for the event, as well as it's also serving. So that's a tricky business. Um, how did you, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, yeah. to be both serving so well that people feel fulfilled now, and also they're um, invited to attend your live event. That is brilliant. It's genius. So tell us more about that. Yeah, and this goes on to like the next phase of platform building, which mm-hmm. is nurturing, nurturing your, nurturing your the people that you've identified that you want to work with and who mm-hmm. have identified they want to work with you. Um, and a summit, an online event, is a wonderful way to do that because, and it's a wonderful way to serve people all in one spot. And you know, and I get this all the time. My speakers are just like, "Thank you so much for putting this on." Oh yeah, Thank I love you it. So much for providing <laughs> this platform for so many people. Because in a world, in an online space where everyone's taking, mm-hmm. to give information and to pull everyone together takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. Um, but it's also, it takes a it takes a wonderful intention of like, we're going to come together and we're going to get the best information mm-hmm. um, and, and we're going to nurture people. We're going to give them the real deal. And everyone on this summit, by the way, is the real deal. Like I, I only invited a handful of people that I truly loved. I truly loved what they were putting. I actually mm-hmm. semi-stalked them um, online. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I only wanted to to invite people that I loved and adored. And, and on top of that, man, they're giving awesome, awesome content, mm-hmm. awesome products, and they're really getting people results. Awesome. I appreciate that. that. That's the serving piece right there. (laughs) It is. It is now. But so we're doing online summit and I'm thrilled because I've been in one of yours before and I love online summits, but also I love in-person events. So you use the summit also as a way kind of to pre-qualify speakers and make sure that it's amazing before you gather people physically into a room to be face to face and make sure the energy is good. So tell us uh, how the transition from online to offline goes for you okay so i mean well you just nailed nailed it right on the head right there look at me was that (laughs) i i do i if i I interview someone i have to know that the energy is good for me and Mm -hmm. i have a i have the warm and fuzzies they give me the feels (laughs) right yeah you need all the feels (laughs) that's right yeah and the other thing i can i also understand is like wow these guys not only do they give me the feels they're going to go all out and they're promoting for me so yeah they're gonna and i love their content mm-hmm. makes sense to invite them to a live event so here's the thing with live events there's a lot of different pieces that i'm seeing to bring people into the event mm-hmm. one of those is email nurturing right email marketing yep so that um, you can continue that relationship. You build that relationship during the summit and you continue on the nurturing 
and then also the invitation to to buy a ticket to the live event. And because they've seen you and because you've picked speakers specifically that you know you want on the live event and mm-hmm. there's a good back and forth, you get to say, I'm like, you think you'd like this online? Man, wait till you see us on stage together. Right. In person. So it's taking that piece online and bringing it on stage. And I don't know if everyone knows this, but a live event is a massive catalyst for your business. Yes. So getting that energy Great online, awesome online, times that by 10, times it by 100 actually for a live <laughs> event and what you're going to get. And when you get people who really enjoy each other and who are who are already collaborating and working well together and getting mm-hmm. them on stage and then in person, and then you get to meet them. I mean, that's kind of where it's coming from. And the content that happens between online and live it's just, it's nurturing. It's like, you know, look at what this person, you know, we did this interview back then. They're going to actually talk about this piece. We're going to break this down for you. Here's here's what you're going to get. And just continually adding value mm-hmm. and nurturing them further until they get that ticket. And even when they get that ticket, you're going to nurture them. Yep. That's the other thing I tell people. <laughs> if you got a space in between, if you got a space in between when they buy a ticket, like a huge, you know, several months space, you continue to nurture them and give them more value before they even show up in person to the event. Absolutely. And this is why, you know, we work together because your thoughts and processes are in alignment with my own. Like everything that comes out of your mouth, I'm just like, yep, yep. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. So now I'm speaking at your summit and your in-person event in Charlotte, and I'm super excited about it. I'm like, woohoo, going home. I mean, Virginia, North Carolina, we're like nearly the same. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to be promoting and I am promoting your summit and the event on all my channels. People can get plenty of information just by hopping on um, Social Savvy Geek on the show and on the page and on the Twitter and it's everywhere. You can't miss it. But tell us, what is your favorite social channel uh, for connections? Oh, my favorite social channel for connections. Well, I do. I mean, I love Facebook. I love Facebook. I love doing Facebook Lives. Um, I even love when I'm doing, and I love Zoom too. That's a great platform. So <laughs> um, <laughs> if I before my interviews, what I'm trying to do is like I just ask my students, like, do you feel like playing? Let's play. They're like, yeah, sure. We got time. <laughs> like, we got an hour. We don't need that long for the interview. Mm-hmm. So we end up going on and doing an interview on Facebook, and then just spreading that out there. And then of course I put on, come to the summit, sign up. If you think this is good, wait until you see the interview. Right. And it's just a nice little preview. It's wonderful to see kind of the connection and the relationship built. I think it's oft I feel like it's often missed online. Mm-hmm. It's all business, but this is the fun piece where we actually get to have those deep conversations before the interview where we deliver huge impactful value mm-hmm. and action steps. Um, so when I'm connecting, I like to first connect with my speakers so that we can connect with the audience. Awesome. Well, I'm very much looking forward to mine. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. And please do stay tuned. As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Writes and Laura Pensatencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you Marketing That Converts. 
simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes and other foreign language classes, CompuSkills computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many of the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free, the letter u.com. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about how to create content for your live event. So like all the other in-person event marketing materials we've discussed this season, preparing as much as you can before your event is key. Don't wait until the last minute to create your PowerPoint or keynote presentation um, or print your handouts out. Something could go wrong. You would be amazed. I have been to the printer, professional people, like a professional printer, and get my stuff back and it is wonky. Do not leave it till the day of. It's bad bad Um, because that's just asking for problems what if your computer crashes what if your child gets sick what if your printer lost your stuff or it's bad like this has happened this is a legit thing so give yourself plenty of time to prepare for your content so you have time that is built in spare time where if something goes wrong you can troubleshoot and not create headaches for yourself This is the experience you and your audience have been waiting for, so be excited. Be enthusiastic. Let your energy fill the room and have fun. Take pictures, tweet, chat with your attendees. Be social. If your content is ready to go, you can relax and enjoy yourself. You won't have to worry about the handouts not being printed out or running out of things to say because you'll be practiced and you'll be prepared. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about how to create content that delivers for your live event. And now, Caitlin is joining me here for Q&A. All right. Thank you, Laura. All right. So what should I do or what should I use? Let me try this again. (laughs) (laughs) Should I use one of the free templates that PowerPoint or another software has to offer, or should I create my own slide template? Aha. Uh-huh. Well, firstly, I would say buy a Mac and use KeyPoint or uh, Keynote. <laughs> PowerPoint. Uh, no, really. You can use whatever is your preference. You could use Canva. You can use PowerPoint or um, 
what is the yeah PowerPoint. You could use Keynote. Um, there are other Prezi. There's other presentation softwares. As long as it's on brand and consistent and looks right, how you got there is not important. So you need to figure out what type of template is best for you and your business. And do not let lack of template stop you from going. Always done is better than not. If you're brand new, do not stress out so much over your presentation that you don't do it. Get, do the best that you can with what you have where you are. Now, once you're established and you have a budget, I absolutely uh, recommend getting a graphic designer involved. You can get a, a few um, key elements done. You can make your own template in either PowerPoint or Keynote or in Canva, and then it'll be there for you. You can use the same slides and just change out the text. Um, as also, you can get some pretty cool like pre-made templates that you purchase if you don't have enough for your own graphic designer or don't have that skill. Um, there's been instances where you see that the template's available. Like uh, some of Amy Porterfield's um, programs come with an optional upsell of a template. Uh, buy them if you need a template. You know, there you go. Um, next question. Okay. <laughs> So I know you love Twitter. What do I do if my audience isn't on Twitter? Is there something other than a hashtag that I should use? Well, you can use hashtags on other um, platforms. But if your audience is on Twitter and you are not on Twitter and you're a speaker author, I'm like, what? What's going on? That's crazy. But now I get it. There are people who aren't on there. Um, you should find out what platform they are on. Um, there could be some industry-specific website where they share things. Um, I know, you know, realtors have a lot of tools, for example, or um, do be where they are, but you should still share to Twitter for the external factor so that people in the media and journalists and other, um, your peers can still be involved. So um, as a speaker, an author, a coach, you should be on Twitter and encourage your people to be there. If they're not, though, find out where they are and be there as well. That That is fine. Um, the majority of you know, populations on Facebook, so that's a good bet. You can share things on LinkedIn, but it's not usually a live as it's happening type thing. Um, but you could still publish what you're working on in your pre presentations there. Thank you. Uh -huh. And when creating handouts, how fancy or basic should I go? I often feel like my handouts are boring, but I'm not really a creative person. Hmm. Okay, well, firstly, handouts are there to get the job done. So this is something where I think Frank Lloyd Wright, go purpose over look. Um, I personally prefer uh, something that's plain and gets the job done over something that's fancy and pretty and not functional. Your brand is your brand. If you have a flowery, beautiful, feminine brand, then you should have flowery, flowery feminine, beautiful handouts. Um, my brand is very clean, classic, and, and simple. So my handouts are pretty clean, classic, and simple. There's a reason for that. Um, if you don't have the creative wherewithal to work on this, then get a creative designer to do a template for you. If you don't have a huge budget now, you can go to a place like Fiverr or a local college and, and get a student to help you. Um, it's very... I find that it's not very often where if you were to put out on your own Facebook or your own social media or within groups that you are and say, I need help with this, who can help, that someone is going to show up who can help you within your price range. So when you need this help, ask for it. If you don't know where to look, come into the Facebook group and we can you know, hook you up with a good referral. 
How many different email sequences should I prepare for when I have my event? Ooh. Okay. So I'm assuming, since this is a question, that there, it's a new type of situation. Sequence-wise, I would say make sure you have your pre-promotion, your reminders, making sure that people come to the event and that they get there. And then one follow-up sequence is a great place to start. Have a sequence. And it can be as short as one email if that's what it needs to be. But I would say three would be the best minimum. Let people know you're grateful they were there. Ask for their follow-up. Make an offer to them. And then follow-up twice. Um, so one is the minimum. But you could, if you have staff and budget and want to get fancy, have segments based on questions you asked at the attendees. But don't overcomplicate it. If you're, if you're stressed out about this, one will do. One. <laughs> Does sending handouts digitally instead of printing them send the wrong message to some people if you, like, don't offer them printed out? Um, it could. You, you know your audience better than I do. So make sure that you're offering things uh, in a way that makes sense to your audience. You know, I've, I've, said, I've said it earlier. I used to just have things digital. And I was teaching, and then I had students who were, it was mostly um, older exes and boomers who wanted printouts. But I have some um, millennial audience who they love journaling and they want to physically write. So um, you're going to have to do your own market research and find out what your people want. But ask them ahead of the event, do you prefer digital or written? And then give them what they want. And if it's split, then... I think it's safe to err on the side of printing and have the digital available and do let people know if you prefer digital and you don't want written, just leave it on your chair and we'll collect it and reuse it to you know, save waste later. Right? I wasn't planning on making handouts for my event. Are they necessary for every event? They're not necessary for every event. Um, it really depends. If you're doing a workshop and people are learning and you're teaching them something, at least a blank piece of paper would be useful. People need to take notes. Um, <clears throat> sometimes people come prepared, but often they don't. So have note-taking something available at a minimum. Um, the more uh, brain-heavy your event is, the more handouts help. I find that even if it's just a one-page you want something that has your logo and your contact information on it. So a one-page handout uh, with a place to take notes would be a fantastic middle ground if you don't want to get super prepared. But don't – if someone carries something out with your name on it, they're more likely to follow up. So I, I would recommend a one-pager at a minimum. What if I get halfway through my event and realize I'm starting to run out of my content because it's Aha. going faster? <laughs> well, there's this funny thing on this live radio show where sometimes my uh, notes take longer and sometimes they take less time and we have to add in things. So um, when you're an expert and you know your topic and you're comfortable, this will not be a problem. Just fall back onto your expertise and your knowledge and share something related. And there you go. I mean, you're standing up there talking about something you know. So if you run out of stuff, talk about something else and then wrap up when you get to the appropriate time. And also when you are confident in your topic and you really, really know your stuff, you can add question and answer onto the end. Like I haven't seen these questions before, 
but I'm not afraid to say I don't know. Don't be afraid to say you don't know. Nobody knows everything. If somebody tells you I know everything about my area of expertise, they are lying to you. That's not true. Um, so you could always say, I don't know the answer to that. It's a great question. And I will follow up with you later. What a fantastic, you know, uh, opportunity you've just given yourself. So don't be afraid to do Q&A either. Um, there you go. All right. Was that the last one? That was the last one. That was the last one. Awesome. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Listen to past episodes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. We're talking about creating content for your live event. We're going to wrap up with some announcements. April 12th in Aurora, Colorado at Office Evolutions, Social Savvy Geek Show is a proud sponsor of Monica Miller's Blogging Made Easy for Business Owners. Tickets are $47 a person. Space is limited. Go to socialsavvygeek.live forward slash blogging made easy to register. Um, upcoming Marketing Success Workshop Series, the 4th, 11th, and 18th of April at Office Evolutions, taught by yours truly, me. Uh, I will be teaching the nine pillars that I talk about on this radio show. So if this sounds interesting to you and you're like, I love this stuff, I'd like to learn more. By all means, come to my workshop right here in Aurora at my office. Um, if you're not local and you want help with this, I have a group mastermind and coaching program available. You can find out more in the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. Um, don't miss the Entrepreneur City Summit. Sign up from the Social Savvy Geek Show Facebook page. And be sure to connect with Danielle Fitzpatrick Clark online as well, because she is awesome sauce. Join us next time as we talk about how to monetize your events without making it gross. <laughs> Today, we've talked about why your content is vital to the success of your influential event. So be sure to create great content that delivers on the promise you made before your event. That is the, the main crux of the show is when you're creating your content for your event, refer back to your marketing and make sure that you deliver on the promises that you made. I have a question for you. Answer me on your favorite social channel. And if you don't have one in the social, social savvy geek show insiders, Facebook group, what kind of content do you create or plan to create for your in-person events? So if you've had an event, what's your favorite type of content to present? during the event and if you haven't done an event what do you think would be your favorite kind and if you have questions about what would be best and you're saying i don't know well jump on in that facebook group and get some help because that group is free and it's available for you so make use of that thanks for joining me today on the social savvy geek show i appreciate you until next time join our conversation online savvy 